0: hi welcome to true vine talks with rachel and linda we're back we're back we we took some time off we were feeling a little tired this last month so
1: much work we do yeah it gets dark earlier it's busy time of year so we're slowing down and we're proud of ourselves for that
0: we are. And Rachel teaches me how to do that so well. She honors her inner child and her boundaries in the winter. And I have so much to learn from her. So I just really appreciate Thanks. that. Um, so I asked Rachel, I was like, Hey, have you read The Woman and Me by Britney Spears? Because this topic is so near and dear to my heart because i followed her in my 20s my early teen years of my 20s and enjoyed her music immensely um loved the dance hits the pop the, the fun outfits the you know the music videos were on point and her choreography
1: she's um, outstanding she's an icon <sighs> she is a pop icon for sure just Wonderful work
0: ethic. I mean, just unreal to me how she can pull that many hours in a day practicing Mm. routines and
1: you know. Yeah. 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 So I have to be honest with everyone listening. I have not had a chance to read The Woman in Me yet. I do want to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You'll get to it on when you get a break. Yes, I will no so the whole the whole thing you know back in the early 2000s where um you know you have princess diana was being stalked by paparazzi right i mean everywhere she went a camera was in her face Mm -hmm. um this also happened to victoria beckham and david Mm -hmm. beckham the early 2000s was the paparazzi vampires
1: oh people would make Thousands, possibly million dollars on a really good scandalous photo, yeah, of a celebrity. So yeah, it was wild.
0: Mm-hmm. And everywhere they went, if they went to get coffee, there's the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like this is insane. Um, what are we doing to these people? putting a camera in their face every time they go to pee.
1: So invasive, <laughs> right? Can't even go from a building to a car without like having to hide and duck and run. Security yeah. detail. Yeah, that would be horrible. I would hate that.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, growing up as a, yeah,
0: you know, she was on Disney there for a while, she said, and then she um, went back, home for a while to louisiana and still had the passion to perform and you know went back into the industry and just she she loved playing basketball which was oh i didn't know that, that yeah she, she said in her book she she was a uh, enjoyed the basketball that she was really good Aww. at so i thought that was interesting um yeah and you know her mom was supportive it sounded like in the beginning they were supportive in getting her started and she had um you know auditioned and was there performing for this uh I think it was, I don't know what record company it was I won't mention it because I don't know um sure and then she did her 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 first hit baby one more time mm. at 16
1: is that right 16 yeah. years old hmm yeah that's young
0: I know do you remember being 16
1: yeah I do I was just excited to like be able to drive and go to the mall with my friends I can't imagine everybody in the country knowing my name hmm wow yeah
0: that was kind of like the beginning of her um you know, rise to fame there. It's like, baby, one more time. Is that, that's the right, I'm using the right yes. lyrics. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, she, she loved the dance. She loved the routines and, um, she had such uh, zeal to perform and she was so mm-hmm. good at it. And the people around her, you know, her dad wasn't really there. He was not present during this, the beginning stages. And he was an alcoholic when she grew up, so he wasn't really emotionally present, as she describes in the book. Um, Her mom was more so present. And, you know, she got into a relationship with Justin Timberlake, and you saw, did you see all those pictures of them all the
1: time? Oh, yeah, I love the, um, when they're both, like, in all denim. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a classic, yeah.
0: That was one of their iconic moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is the part where it gets a little sketchy. Um, mm. They were deeply in love. They're super young. And um, yeah. living together, as far as I know, right? Yes, living together. Um, she's spending a lot of time with his family. They're having, uh, you know, going tour there's just so much happening they'd spend time there together in their condo and um she says he cheated throughout the relationship mm. in the book um and that that was shocking because we were yeah. all like no one knew that
1: they kept that hush hush huh? mm-hmm.
0: yeah and then they got pregnant mm. together And she did want to have the baby. And then of course, Justin, you know, discouraged her from having the baby. So, you know, then there was the abortion and that, that left her feeling just uh, so empty. So she described it as the most dark, empty place for her. Um, And, you know, I, I did, I mean, I'm sitting here listening to this. I'm like, girl, you didn't tell anybody what you'd been through. We're like, I was like, wow. Um, I just felt so much compassion for her situation.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's horrible for anyone to have to go through that, let alone go through it completely on your own with no one you know, feeling like no one's supporting you or empathizing with you, that, that would be, I don't know how she did it. Yeah.
0: They agreed to not tell anyone, not even her family. And, um, you need support in that. (sighs) Yeah. 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 She said he thought they were too young. They were very young. Um, and, you know, you need older, wiser, other counselors surrounding you. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have like that kind of support system.
1: Yeah. No one really like rooting for her unless she was succeeding, like, you know, in the media. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so that, that's the part that I was like, whoa, had people known she was hurting this deeply. Um, you know. Wow. Yeah. And that's the part where she started feeling really bad and in a dark place. And then she went on, you know, the MTV Music Awards and it gave me more. It wasn't her best performance. But she had you know been through these things, and Justin's oh. there, and you know he's you know getting all these awards, and everyone's playing him up, and you know she's 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 still struggling there, she was still struggling as she described, and of course, uh, how could she not be? That would be so hard, yeah, and of course, his breakup anthem was that she cheated, of course, you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: hit that one song, yeah. yeah. So that, that leaves sort of a, um, a negative emotion there around, you know, wow. Um, you basically gaslit her to the public and she was in a very, um uh, mentally, uh, depleted place and mm-hmm. you basically made her the bad guy to the whole public. Mm-hmm. And she said she didn't have the um the confidence or the support. Like, she referenced Jennifer Lopez being a very confident woman and does fame really well. And she also referenced Reese Witherspoon as being a very confident, strong woman. Okay. And she said she didn't have that then. And she didn't have that sort of backbone to be like, what the hell is happening here? What mm-hmm. is going on? And um, that part made me sad too, Rachel.
1: Yeah. I was like, wow. Because she didn't even always have the media in her favor. They would like talk about how her cost, like her wardrobe was inappropriate and her dance moves were inappropriate and just really shaming her for performing, you know? Mm -hmm. She, She was definitely, I feel, stuck in that like contrast of you've got to be this sexy idealized you know young virgin but you need to be modest and humble and you know private it's like you can't be both people you know
0: so and that's the other part Why were interviewers asking her about her body so
1: much? Isn't that so uncomfortable? Yeah. I feel so uncomfortable reading. Yeah. I've Mm -hmm. read a lot of articles, but not not, just not the book yet. So, yeah. And she said she never told anyone to
0: project the narrative that she's a virgin. Right. Right. Why were they creating this narrative around her? She didn't understand why were they so invested in her body and her virginity?
1: (laughs) Reasonable to be questioning and confused about, right? Why? Yeah. Why is it anyone's business? And Mm -hmm. That had to be so uncomfortable for her every time as a woman, she would sit down and be asked those questions when like the next male interviewer interviewee wouldn't be you know like
0: Mm. what Rachel when I go back and watch those clips on YouTube of them asking her about if these are real and these things Mm. I'm like if I had been the her mother in the background I would have like lunged
1: Good at point. the excellent point. Yeah. Where is your important people? Where are the
0: where are the people that care about you? They weren't there. Yeah. The people that care about her weren't there, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They were They were not protecting her. Nope. And this Yeah, she's like, this young girl happened to defend her own body. Mm. Yeah. And so that, 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 those are the parts I like to just sort of process as far as like how we, when we reflect upon, you know, her, her journey, her, you know, that she's, this is describing in the book, it's. It's important to understand who's in your corner. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And how come you couldn't tell your mom you were pregnant? What's that about? Yeah. You know, how come you couldn't have an open dialogue with someone about whether you were ready for that or not? You know, right. And and it seems like. You know, anyone that will, you know, show some kindness towards her through this journey, she was welcoming in for good reasons. Oh, of course, she needed that so badly. We all do. We all need someone to be there for us. Yeah. And so that brought Rachel and I to some, you know, questions about, you know, conservatorships, mental health, and, you know, What are toxic people? Yeah. What? You know, we we did a podcast on toxic people. But after reading her book, I'm like, whoa. So obviously in the industry, this is the message she sent throughout the book, Rachel. Okay. In the industry, you are an object to make money. Wow. Wow for her family to send them money and buy them things and with mm-hmm. the you know the record companies and stuff so most people would say toxic people aren't in my family yeah well her life is an example of that's not true yeah blood is not thicker than water in this situation
1: No, no, I'm sure there's lots of people out there that can relate to that. Yeah. Toxic family members. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Like dehumanized her. Yeah.
0: No. Mm Mm-hmm. No. So our listeners, I just like them to know that, hey, you may have family that, they really don't have your best interest at heart.
1: Right. And Snoop Dogg said it well. You got to know. I loved to- that video you shared of him. That was so good. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead.
0: Oh, you didn't interrupt. What was it? the language he used? Do
1: you remember exactly? Oh, I don't remember exactly. But I mean, he just said it so well. Yeah. Oh. Some, it was about like different paths yes he's like there's no it's not personal there's no disrespect in saying and I'm going to ad-lib for the but, you know Linda we can't we can't hang out no more like you're on a different path than me our paths are not aligning and so you know we're, we're just not going to be able to, to spend time together anymore I wish you well it was it was along the lines of that
0: right yeah yes and, and I like it because he's like I
1: think you interviewing with Ryan Seacrest. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, he said Ryan. Yeah, that's why I said I'm ad-libbing because I didn't remember the name. You're right. It was Ryan. I love you,
0: Ryan. Yes. are going the same path I'm going. So you can say to family, I love you. But we're not going down the same path. Yeah. And yeah. wow, if she had had a great counselor like you, Rachel. Or you, in- Linda. <laughs> Thanks, so. Rachel. We would have been like, This is how I would have counseled her. I would have been like, Brittany, do you feel like people around you really care about you doing well? Can you name a person that's really there for you if you were about to go on to the next life? Who would be there for you? If she couldn't come up with anyone, I'd be like, hmm time to cut everyone off financially (laughs) all the things Mm -hmm. now as a counselor we don't give direct advice however our
1: client we're their advocates yeah yeah i love the way you worded that do you who is really there for you Right. Like making, making her think about it, you know, who's cheering you on, even when you're not winning an award, even when you're not at your best, like who's still in your corner and wants the best for you when you're at your absolute worst.
0: Mm -hmm. If you don't have that person, find that person Mm -hmm. that needs to be your first step and mental health, and and becoming a whole person. You find, because there's 8 billion people in the world, you find the one person on earth that will be there for you.
1: Yeah, for a lot of people, that person starts out as a counselor. That's true. And that is your, that is that person for you until you're able to find others in your, in your personal life that's right, Rachel. You don't have to go without. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. So
0: yeah, this book leaves me feeling angry, Mm. disappointed, and it sort of validates my, my thoughts. (laughs) Rachel, I don't know. You tell me it kind of You yeah, know I had you read 48 Laws of Power a long time ago? Mm, yes.
1: <laughs> Didn't like Robert Greene.
0: <laughs> he's very dark and pessimistic about humans. <sighs> yeah. Quite cynical. And that's true. You- okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I hate admitting that.
1: Yeah, it is true.
0: Yeah. And unless you have a higher power... That's directing you to do goodwill towards yourself and others. I do not know that you won't act this way. The 48 Mm. laws of power. Yeah. They did all the psychological tactics to her.
1: They sure did. Yeah. Manipulation, gaslighting, lying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Her dad told her she was fat. (gasps) Mm Mm-hmm.
0: That's her on a strict normal. diet,
1: I knew he controlled like down to what she would eat, and I didn't know that he yeah, said during- that to her. That's terrible. Why would yeah. you ever say that to anyone, let alone your own child?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, breaks my heart. So, you make someone feel inadequate and not capable, and break them down to the core yeah so that brings us to get rid of toxic people first (laughs) yeah and I don't know if we answered this question how do you know who has your best interest at heart Rachel
1: I think I, I I was leaning towards that for like who's cheering you on even when you're at your worst like who cares about you even when you're not succeeding. You're not like achieving something spectacular. Who's always there for you, no matter what? That person likely has your best interest at heart.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well said. What else? Um. I think you pinned it. Said it very well. Um. Yeah. They would tell you, hey. You know, uh, Rachel, I noticed that you've you've not been here a lot or you've been, you know, kind of isolating or something and I haven't seen you much. What's? Can you tell me what's happening? Calling you out in a way that's gentle. Yes. Yes. A loving
1: way. I'm
0: mm-hmm. hey, seeing you. Where have you been? Mm-hmm. Hey, are you doing okay?
1: Yes. Yeah. It's not tough love, but it challenging you in a loving way, you know, pushing you outside of your comfort zone, right. To do what's best for you. Yeah. With a caveat, they don't get upset if you don't take their advice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because if their advice is something for their own gain, they are going to be, you
1: never listen to me. I know what's best for you, blah, blah, blah. Someone that has your best interest at heart is going to maybe make a suggestion or give you some advice, right? In that warm, nurturing way. They also know that you are on your own path and you are responsible for your own decisions.
0: Mm -hmm. They share their concern and...
1: They they honor your free will. Yes, beautiful way of, of sharing that. Absolutely, they honor your free will. Well, hers didn't get honored. They pretty not much at all, not once. She did. They took it away from her. Right, Let's talk a toxic about- person will take away your free will. There we go. Yeah.
0: Boom! You said it. Perfect. A toxic person will take away away your freedom to choose
1: to do what you want to do or eat. Yeah. Who to see, who to spend time with, what to wear, what your hair color is, anything. Yeah. Your work hours. Yeah.
0: Toxic conservatorship. That's what we're going to call it. Mm. So, you know... what is a conservatorship and how does a person go about getting that on someone?
1: That's yeah, what we're talking I'm about. I'm glad that we're talking about this because that was a whole new word for me when that came out during all the legal trials and it's like conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my understanding is it's kind of like legal guardianship over someone over the age of 18. Is that right? Right. Yeah.
0: And the lawyers, uh, you know, they're they're getting paid well for this conservatorship in particular because she's so wealthy off her mm. hard work she did all these years. Um they they were able to convince the court that she was incapacitated in some way and you know Brittany shares you know uh I went out a couple nights with some friends (laughs) Mm.
1: you know and um oh incapacitated as in like abusing substances is that what you mean mm -hmm. wow okay so
0: that they had to convince the court that in some way she wasn't capable of taking care of her own affairs. Okay. And, um,
1: yeah, but that, I wonder how that judge feels. I mean, I hope terrible because that would mean they're a good person, right? I think it would be healthy to feel some remorse about that situation. Have a change of heart.
0: Yeah. I just had a thought, Rachel. Wow. So he, her dad used the public realm and paparazzi to gain financial over her. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, the judge has to sit there and be like, is this with, with what he had which was or she I don't know who it was but they have all this imagery but they don't know why she was behaving that way because
1: no one asked yeah no one knew her personal life but she's a young woman struggling with so much uh, trauma on her own no what support <laughs> To say shit. Say shit. I right? mean,
0: what else can we call it?
1: Damn, <laughs> Brittany,
0: You really were going through it, girl. She was. they were throwing shit at her from everywhere. Yeah. paparazzi wanted to see her, you know, all her underwear show and blah blah blah. Mm. It was just sick. Um, talk about you know vultures,
1: yeah. Um yeah. yeah so and then being just dehumanized and objectified by your own family your own dad
0: yeah do you really have your daughter's best interest at heart
1: or do you where were you be- rich
0: or do you want to be rich mm-hmm. a wise person told me this is just a reference you know money and stuff he said I don't want to be rich. I said, you don't want to have a lot of money? No, because the more money you have, the more people that come into your life.
1: <laughs>
0: Bravo wow. to that person. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: He said, be barely making it. Mm. Less interest in you. So, you know, because like, where's her dad when she's, you know, young and in new york or you know produce these music videos or is he on the scene
1: yeah talk about vultures right that's when they they come in specific kind of people come in Yeah. yeah yeah
0: young women need a safe secure protector person in their life yeah to guard the vultures from coming in
1: yeah she could have had that confidence of of j-lo or reese witherspoon if she'd had a role model there with her kind of teaching her how to how to be that way you know like they're wrong about you let them be wrong about you like you know yeah
0: yeah and and yeah, just, I wish someone would have stepped in, you know, and helped her Mm -hmm. during those times. Um, and the story gets better and better. I can't wait for you to read it. Mm. She, you know, she gets strength from going to, um, NA or yeah, NA and AA in the treatment facility that her father had her put in for drinking energy drinks, like Celsius. Wow. Energy drinks. Okay. Yeah energy drinks. So mm-hmm. she gets put in rehab, but then she starts getting strength from people and how how street smart they were and what they how they navigated these things. So gotta have good people in your corner.
1: Yeah.
0: hmm What else? Oh yes, here we go. This is is this okay to put her quote in there from her book? Go, go for
1: it. Yeah. <clears throat> to honor her
0: yes i did when okay so what happened was the me too or not me too movement that is a movement that happened during this mm-hmm. time frame too the uh free britney all of her fans oh, yes yeah i remember that and a nurse at the rehab showed her that
1: oh i'm gonna cry that's
0: so sweet yeah and that brought her
1: strength back yeah she didn't know she had fans that actually cared about her yeah we're gonna cry aren't we yeah (laughs) yeah i'm so glad someone showed her that she needed to see
0: it yeah this is the time where they put her on lithium and she couldn't hardly that's horrible yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and she um She said God got her through that Mm -hmm. because she wasn't her soul left. She said when she was being, you know, put all pumped with all that lithium. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Here's what she said when she, the nurse, after the nurse showed her that someone cared about her. I did long to know that people cared whether I lived or died. What do we have? Accept our connections one to another. She said subconsciously, her fans felt her connection to them and they rescued her. They became her older, wiser, other secure attachment. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you, fans. She had people in her corner that she'd never met. Before you know Mm -hmm. here she is in this rehab that she's basically a prison that she her you know dad put her in as a punishment and yeah and she's got people on the outside like rooting for her and and wanting wanting the best for her that was powerful
0: Mm -hmm. so glad I read the book I'm so glad she wrote it. You know, we would never know.
1: Yeah. So, which is like, let's reflect on that because Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. Like you, none of us ever really know what anybody else has gone through in the past or is going through right now. Yeah, and so what she, Brittany was saying is beautiful. Like, what do, we say? What was it again? Like, what do we really have besides yeah. our connection to one another? Like, mm-hmm. please be kind.
0: You know. Yeah, and if you know karma exists, I do hope it comes for those that kept her in a thirteen-year conservatorship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because. 13 years that's not what conservatorships are for um you know that duration I think isn't the, is that the longest running conservatorship of all t- time
1: I don't know but I know they're normally for people who are like incapacitated as in like in a coma or like is that yeah. right like you are physically and mentally not able to take care of yourself and you then need someone to step in and look out for your best interest which right in terms of usually like medical support and and housing and things like that but that was not Brittany's case we don't think I no. don't think no, no. She, she needed love and support she needed, Guidance, maybe you know, but like, yeah, that's not that's not the purpose of a conservatorship. Yeah. So I just want our listeners
0: to know if you're listening, seek out that person. um If you don't have one person in your corner, you you need you need that person. You gotta get that person in your life, and it's hard to put yourself out there. Like, hey, I'm looking for secure attachment.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Do we have time? I have one, another question. Oh, I love that. Thank you. So in thinking about all this, right, it's like she's had so many people that were supposed to protect her that failed to do that. Right. And so I think a lot of people might say, Well, in order for her to get past all this and heal, she just has to forgive them. I have mixed feelings about that. And I was wondering if you do as well or or what your thoughts are on that.
0: I am with you 100. I have mixed feelings about forgiving. Me too. Because in internal family therapy systems model, you have protector parts that show up. And for so long, she didn't have a voice or a protector part, show up for her. What do you feel about that? Like
1: what she's forgiving them right away? I, I think some things are not forgivable. Thank you. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel some, some behaviors are not forgivable, especially if the person that hurt you isn't sorry or remorseful. You don't ever have to forgive someone that isn't sorry for how they hurt you. And I don't think that makes you a bad person. And, in, you know, if you believe in a higher power, I don't think that makes you a bad believer or Christian or anything.
0: Agree. Agreed. He's going to walk away. Yeah, that's powerful, Rachel. So glad that you took time to ask that question because um, Taylor Swift says it too. I, I think I shared one of her memes on our Facebook pages that she. No, you don't have to forgive people. You can just know that they're toxic for you and keep them away from you.
1: Yeah sometimes forgiveness can be enabling if, mm-hmm. you keep, if you continue to forgive someone and they continue to hurt you and they never apologize or, or maybe they say I'm oh, sorry I'll never do it again but they they keep doing your forgiveness is you know enabling them to continue hurting you you do not have to forgive that person and you're allowed to walk away and just like Snoop Dogg said it might be mama it might be daddy it might be sibling, friend, best friend, whoever, if they're, if, if they're not adding to your life in a positive way, it's okay to walk away. Well
0: stated. Great podcast. I felt like I ran on in the beginning. I hope our listeners. Oh, I don't think so. Kind of formulate my ideas. And I feel like I'm and yeah. like
1: the background information was a great place for us to start and build. So thank you. And thank you, Brittany, for Spears, for
0: writing um, your book. And and I prayed for you the whole time because I knew something was not okay. And now we know, you know, you were grieving. And I think that's beautiful to share in that language that she does in her book.
1: Yeah, yeah. Incredibly grateful for her being so brave and sharing her story. And I hope it inspires others to do the same. Good. And thank you, fans, oh. for
0: being her secure attachment and showing up for her and freeing
1: her. Yeah. They just might have saved her life. It's the way she, the language yeah. she uses. Yeah. Ah,
0: the woman Incredible. in me. Yeah. Um, can't wait to read it. So good. Thank you, Rachel. We hope our listeners enjoy this particular podcast today. It's very I'm very passionate Mm -hmm. about her wellness and I think it's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good topic until next time. Bye. Bye.